No, he's been the same pain. cat before. The reason why Burfick hit him like that, because he was a shit-talking ass nigga on, out there playing. But Antonio Brown is one of the hardest working NFL players in history as far as the way as far as the way that he grinded. Hey, guess what? Everybody fucking grind when they try to make it to the top. Don't make don't get he's not an outlier. Oh man, he works he so is, hard. He is everybody outlier. Work, he is outlier. You well, wait, do you want to know why he's an outlier? Because he why? produced the same type of numbers, and he's not even six feet. I think he's like five ten, but he produced the same numbers. As Calvin Johnson, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. Like, anytime Big Ben threw him the ball, he will win those 50-50 matchups majority of the time. That's why he was so dominant. For like a three-year stretch, he was the best wide receiver in the league. He wasn't even six feet. So, of course, of course he busts his ass. He was a hard worker. Did I tell a lie? Does that explain for him walking off the field like he did? Fellas, how y'all doing? Cornerstone Podcast, episode 56. Subscribe, like, comment, and share the content. Follow us on YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Man, how was y'all weekend, man? NFL it was week great, G. No, this is week 18 now, right? Yeah, week 18. That's week it. 18. It's the final. Yeah, that's it. Um, the final game on right now. It's the Raiders still up 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, what up, Phil G? Shit, man. Chilling, Joe. What's good with y'all, man? Mm, shit, I ain't nothing, man. Shit, I worked all week, but it was a good week, shit. We made it through another one. Man, this week was slow as hell for me. It seemed like this shit was going on and on and on. Yeah, well, it's only motherfucker. It's only goddamn what? Eight degrees out here in Chicago. I'm pretty sure it's a lot better out there where you was at. Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> pretty sure. I was outside. I was outside on my my porch, <laughs> chilling. Man, I'm all slid into my fist today. For real? Y'all know how traffic is on 103rd, right? So basically, I was making my turn to the driveway, and I didn't realize how icy it was because I pretty much been gone all day. So as soon as I made that turn and and like accelerate a little bit, my car was sliding to the fence. I'm like, oh shit. I ain't trying to get this new car dented up already. Damn, boy. Gee. Remember your uh at your bachelor party when we came back? Somebody ran into the fucking fence. That was the night before <laughs> the Seahawks and the Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, that was yeah. the night before the Patriots and the Seahawks Super Bowl. That was wild as hell. I mean, that was more but of that- a bittersweet weekend. I mean, I had fun at my bachelor party, but the fact that we left the bachelor party and the limo on the way back home. Cause I already got the uh, text messages and phone calls and pictures of some dude, uh, I guess, sliding off the road and ran into the fence. So I had to deal with that. Then I woke up with a hangover 
And then I had to crawl up on a roof to get the snow off the um or the uh, satellite dish. For the dish, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that weekend was just all jacked up, but you know, plus plus the Seahawks lost. So as far as in the fashion that the way they lost, I was like, that was just uh that was just a down a weekend, but the bachelor part at least made it worth it. I had a great weekend all the way around. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. yeah, great time, good times, good times. <laughs> and um, and I think you tore your ACL too, didn't you? Nah, I just scraped, I just scraped the skin off my knee, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, common sense. If you would have just ran the fucking ball, you know what I'm saying? They would have won the game, but they didn't. We turned out, you know what I'm saying? Turned out good for us. If any one of us was the head coach or the offensive coordinator for that one play, we all would have ran that damn ball. Everybody would have ran the ball. Yeah. Everybody, everybody would have ran that ball. <laughs> it is what it is. Another championship for Tom. He working on one this year. He in the playoffs. So let's go. Let's speaking go. Of, speaking of Tom, man, Tom is like God. He's like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So being that you were. Uh, a disciple of Jesus Christ and Tom Brady. Yeah. What do you think about this whole Antonio Brown situation? Well, <clears throat> well, I just feel like, like most of America, he needs help. You know, it's not just <clears throat> something's got to be wrong with him. When, when he, it's one thing to act the fool, walk off the field, which has never been done. But then to go at Tom and say he need to be coddled and this and that, this is the same guy that let you stay in his home with his wife and his kids. He didn't. He, I don't think he stayed in the regular he home. Stayed he stayed in the home. He stayed in his home. I, Mister, you're not, not today. He stayed <laughs> in this man's house. I don't care if it was his back shed that's probably connected to the house. Whatever the fuck. He was in his house. He didn't have nowhere to go. And you still talk about this dude? Wait, wait, he had nowhere he to go have, for like two he, nights. He Mister, he had nowhere. He didn't have a fucking team to Tom Brady lobby before. Same thing with him back in Tampa. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand. You're not even playing devil's advocate. You're just trying to be an ass towards Tom Brady. You are nothing against Tom Brady. He's no, the good. No, but you. But no, no, no. You 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 always got something up under your sleeve when you give somebody a credit. Brady is anytime you gave somebody some credit, it's always slashed and have with some bullshit. That's just how you work. Trust me, I said many times since he won that last Super Bowl. I said Brady is the goat over Michael Jordan. I said that many times. He is the goat. Then why are you arguing about Antonio Brown coming at Tom Brady? If he the goat, he he should even raise his voice to the goat. The goat, the reason why he's playing football. The goat is the reason why he's playing football, right? Well, well, Tom Brady, he's not the general manager or the head coach. He's the reason why he was playing football the last two seasons. <laughs> he the reason why New England got him. He the reason why New England got him. And he the reason why Tampa Bay got him. I mean, Tom probably put in a good word, oh, but, but putting in a good word doesn't mean that he has the authority to, like, offer him a contract. That's different. Wouldn't nobody be interested in him if it wasn't for Tom Brady? Um, not necessarily. Somebody, somebody would have. Nobody was picking him up. Somebody would have signed. Nobody was picking him up when he was with New England. When it was in New England, nobody was picking him up. Okay. He was damaged goods when the Raiders let him go. He was damaged goods. 
So, okay, so a couple podcasts ago, remember when we talked about Henry Ruggs? And I was pretty much kind of putting all the blame on him. No matter how young he is, still in a position that he was in, you should get in your car drunk, driving 150 miles per hour. But you was producing so many excuses for him. So I was like, oh, he's just a little kid. He's in Las Vegas. So he's young as hell. He can't control himself because he's so young and got like a lot of money. My thing right. is, I had that same energy for Antonio Brown. Not with Antonio Brown, a 30-year-old grown-ass man. Taking his taking off his whole jersey and shit in the middle of the game while the team's on the field. Yeah, but why can't I defend a soup? Everybody out here calling him an idiot except for you. No, but he's not, he, you, when, it, when it comes right to now, mental health, when it comes to mental oh, health, I don't want to take that lightly. I think he's going through some mental issues, and I think he got CTE. <sighs> I personally think he got CTE from that uh, Vontez Burfecht hit. And you got a PhD? Ever, ever since that hit. Do you have a PhD? Nah, he's been the same pain. cat before. The reason why Burfick hit him like that, because he was a shit-talking ass nigga on, out there playing. But Antonio Brown's one of the hardest working NFL players in history as far as the way as far as the way that he grinded. Hey, guess what? Everybody fucking grind when they try to make it to the top. Don't make don't get he's not an outlier. Oh man, he works he so is, hard. He is Everybody outlier. Work, he everybody is outlier. You well, wait. Do you want to know why he's an outlier? Because he produced wow. the same type of numbers, and he's not even six feet. I think he's like five ten, but he produced the same numbers as Calvin Johnson, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. Like anytime Big Ben threw him the ball, he will win those 50-50 matchups majority of the time. That's why he was so dominant for like a three-year stretch. He was the best wide receiver in the league. He wasn't even six feet. So of course, of course, he busts his ass. He was a hard worker. Did I tell a lie? Does that explain for him walking off the field like he did? Okay, he walked off the field because. Is that, so you okay with that? You okay with no, no? You okay with him walking off the field? No, he no, he should have handled it differently. But the fact no, no, that, no, maybe because it's a CTE. That's why he walked off the field like that, or it's gonna be a fucking idiot. That's a factor. Yes, he is an idiot, but also you got to then if, if, if we both if we both agree that he's an idiot, mm-hmm. then what's the what's this conversation about? Okay, but like numerous things could be right at the same time. Just like he stated how he was hurt, and the coach said, "Shut the fuck up and, and, and play, boy." That's that's pretty much what they said to him. Go go out there and play, boy. So so like, how would you react if someone called you boy? <laughs> he didn't call him a boy. I'm saying, <laughs> you don't know that. You don't. Metaphor. You, 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 you just try to make it. See, no, they. Hey, get in the game. That's your coach. When your well, boss tell you to take him, they, when, they your, you when out. your boss tell you to sit down or take a break, and then come if he needs you beforehand and say, "Rob, I need you to come back." What you supposed to do? Be defiant, or it's just let come back in? Is this within the context of like an NFL team or, or my current job right now? Both. Okay. Both. Well, this is different. Like as an NFL player, <laughs> I mean, players pretty much kind of like got like leeway to kind of like um, be Get defiant. The fuck out of here, Rob. Depending on how much talent you have, you could be very defiant. And if you got less talent, then you you pretty much got to just just shut up and dribble. 
So, so like for my current job, I mean, I can't really be defined like that because I mean, it's it's still You're not good at your job. It's a hierarchy. Every, everywhere it's a hierarchy. So if you say, every, see, that's what I'm saying. If everything's a hierarchy, then goddamn it, in football, the GM gets the coach. The coach goddamn comes down to the player. If I say get in and play, what do you do? And he wasn't fucking hurt. But being a talented he player, he they, they stuck something up in. That don't mean you. That don't mean you. You ain't supposed to play. Eric Ben, because he got talent. He can tell right. him, nah, I ain't coming in to play. Being a talented player is the equivalent of having like the big or the little joker. You you just play the motherfucker and you could get away with shit. Okay. What, what are you job. arguing about? You don't get another job. Is he gonna get another job, Mister? Um, probably not. Exactly. <laughs> what are we talking about? Based on his attitude, the, the way that he acts. No, no, he's so talented. He's so talented. Then why he ain't gonna get another job this time? Because Tom Brady ain't going to advocate for him no more. Exactly. Because God blackballed him. Be, because Tom Brady, right, Tom Brady's going to blackball him. Exactly. And he should. Because guess what? Antonio Brown talked shit about Tom Brady. Tom Brady took the hot road. He ain't got to open his mouth. All he got to do is snap his fucking fingers. He ain't say nothing bad about Tom Brady. All he said was that Tom Brady gets coddled and his trainer owes him $100,000. He's trying to get his money back. $100,000? Yes. Dude. Tom Brady got that in his pocket. Why you is your like $100,000 But you, for, for Tom Brady, it ain't shit. Also, for Antonio Brown, I'm sure that's, that's, that's a good enough change. For anybody, you know that's a good, good change. change. You know what? Just like he got his 61000 for this game today that he didn't play. You know why we gave it to him? Because we don't need you. Oh, they paid him? $61,000. That's how much he got paid today. Oh. Whew. So why would you act the goddamn fool and doing this and all you making the sixty one thousand a game? He got mental health issues, man. You said it when you started the car. Exactly, you're not. No, you, you can't call a person a nut like that. Why like, not? Knowing that he got mental issues, you can't just call him a nut like that. That's hey, been so insensitive. I'm gonna uh, say this, Phil. Move on, move on. Mental- no, he no, trolling. Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil, let me say something. All this mental health shit is a crop. I believe people really have mental issues. And then and, and for those certain they, they group of people, they do need help. Okay, so now I think motherfuckers wait, wait, I think motherfuckers out here just doing stupid shit and say, oh, guess what? I got something else to blame this shit on. Okay, so E, I'm gonna put you on record. So name some names. I'm not <laughs> naming no names. You you're not gonna. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know. No, but just as I hey, know that I can name names. Help, I'll name them. you name names? I would say Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles. They full of shit, or they're not. I'm just saying that they kind of uh, taking advantage of the whole uh, mental health uh, fad right now. Phil, the Do first you think two people Simone he said Biles were women. The first two people he said were women. That should tell you about. So you So you don't know about the uh the 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 what you call the things that Simone Simone Biles had? It's about the twisties. Yeah, the twisties. You don't believe in that? I believe in it, but she still should have competed with it's not, it's Dude, If you believe in it, why would, do, have you any idea what that's like to not to forget what's up and what's down, what's left and what's right because of your psychological mental state? She still competed. 
I used to do acrobatics, dude. If you get the twisties, hey, 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 you Phil. will fall flat on your fucking face every time Phil. you jump in the air. Phil, this is how I know that you just cap it right now. I've known you for almost 20 years. I never I'm heard that you gymnastics. <laughs> dude, dude, we talking about when I was a child. We talking about when I was like 10, 11, and 12. You don't know, you don't know everything about me. You ain't know I knew how to put TVs up on the wall either, did you? Oh, man, dude, like, you, you can do dreads. You can do music. Shit, I mean, you, you probably a low-key yeah. actor. I, well, guess yeah, what? I've been in some plays. Well, guess what, Mister? Well, guess what, Mister? Do not to get off this who faking his mental illness and name two <laughs> women right off the bat. Yeah, you got to do better than that, bro. You got to do better than that, man. You getting out of hand with the shit. I'm saying, but like men, for the most part, would, would like try to toughen out situations. So men, for the most part, won't try to take advantage of that. I'm thinking that right now, it you is so, it is so unfair to like use it to like try to get like a bag, try to get attention. So in most cases, I'm just saying that the women go try to take advantage of that versus the men. So, so Naomi Osaka Simone Biles needed attention, right? I mean, and Antonio, Naomi Osaka. Antonio Brown the one, Antonio Brown the one jumping like a fucking cheerleader with no shirt on. He got CTE. Nah, that motherfucker's an idiot. And he's an idiot. It's a yeah. big difference. Yeah, he's so an idiot as well. And you an idiot. He, yeah. he, 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 he playing to the crowd. He playing to the, yeah, I got CTE. Nah, you an idiot. Nah, Brown never never said it, said, stated publicly that he had CTE. I mean, we all just kind of like projecting that on him. No, no, you're projecting that on him. You giving him an out. <laughs> I'm not the only one. You're the one giving him an out. No. Well, then it's all you enablers giving him an out. He, so he got CTE and all this, but these girls just full of shit. I'm, I'm not saying that. Like they I said, I'm not, I'm not naming no names. Them the first two out your mouth, though. Exactly, <laughs> nigga. You are naming names. All I'm saying is the two, the people that's doing it, they really need it, and they do really need help. But it's a motherfucking nice handful of you motherfuckers out here in the world saying that I got mental illness. The motherfucker, you just need a hug and sit the fuck down. You okay. Stop doing stupid shit. Okay, name names. I don't know who you're talking about. Rest in peace, Sydney Cortier. Rest in peace, Sydney Cortier. That's just so fucking open. I, I, I can't tell if you're lying or not. But goddammit, you know if you're lying or not. And I okay. can't tell you I know motherfuckers lying about this shit. Do you think that Kanye is suffering? I'm not. I'm not he, he's suffering from bipolar syndrome. He already diagnosed. You can't talk about yeah. him. Yeah, 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 it's a mental illness. So, yeah, yeah, it's out there, bro. Every hey, son, he just saying some people take advantage of it while others are actually suffering from it. Exactly, it's the same that's as welfare. Exactly, Phil. That's all I'm saying. All right. <laughs> and Antonio <laughs> Brown ain't suffering from it. He just, right, I mean, I mean, he just the, being an asshole. He I mean, just yeah, doing him. Yes, he is an asshole. So, but yeah, he, he got a whole record. He, he, got a, he recorded an album. But he last he recorded, week, a, he single. He recorded a single. G. He recorded a single. He was vouching for him though. Last time you was vouching for him though. You were saying he, no. was, they, he was mad because they was Tom, trying to uh, take his money from him. No, but I, what I said to you guys is what they said, and I'm like, no. My whole thing is how you gonna get mad when you got two weeks 
forget those numbers. That was week 17 and week 18. You got two weeks to get those bonus numbers. Right. So why the fuck you get – nah, you said the coach was freezing you out. The coach said he was telling you to come back in. So what is it? Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one Mike? Dude, I don't want to hear no Jay-Z and Nas reference. No, but... no, you don't, but it's, it's the best reference to get to because you don't know where his motherfucking man is. Where is it at? I'm saying, but if he's about his health and, and he claimed that he was too hurt to get oh. back in the game, then you can't say that he was about the money. So it's, it's one of the. Do you really think he was too hurt to get in the game? Because, you know, if his ankle was hurting that bad, I don't know how he was doing motherfucking jumping jacks all through the end zone. He wasn't doing jumping jacks. Yes, no. he was. <laughs> He's jumping all waving to the ground, getting there. So you're doing all of that. But your ankle hurt. You should be gingerly walking off the field like I'm not playing. Not making a fucking scene, a spectacle of yourself. In the NFL, he won't get another job. You need so, to realize you you holding up somebody that don't deserve a job. I don't care how talented he is. And yeah, I love him with Tampa. I love him with New England. But so guess what? you think that when uh, you fuck up like that, blackball him? Huh? Does Tom have the ability to blackball him? Yeah, he does. No, it don't even matter at this point. Yeah, but no, nah, but Phil, he can. Hey. The, the league of blackball you. Hey, guess what? He he did, did Antonio Brown need to say Tom Brady needs to be coddled? Did he had did he have to put Tom Brady even in his mouth? I mean, he guess what? That. Tom, wait, wait, because Tom Brady was trying to get him the motherfucking ball every time he on that motherfucking field. How many times and did he start him before everything kind of went haywire? It was about four or five times. We had five points of fantasy before before he did. So I acted like this. Mm. And the week before that, he had eleven to thirteen targets. Yeah, he had like so 10. somebody that's trying to. Yeah. So somebody that's trying to feed you the ball, you gonna talk shit about him? You gonna say this little slick shit about him? Now, but because yeah, he said something what, about what's the butt? What's the butt? <laughs> you said what? I say he's just mad because he said something bad about Tom Brady. It's gonna be okay. I ain't mad about that. I'm looking. This nigga trying to make it like. Oh, Antonio Brown was justified, justified for everything he did. Nah, he was. I don't think nobody's saying that. Do you think that Tom no, Brady is all about? Is he all about the whole social justice causes? You think? Oh my God! How the fuck we going to this? No, no. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason why I'm asking this question. But like, do you really think that he's all about for the for the black man like that? Because remember. No. Remember, remember how I text you when they played played uh, in week one against the Cowboys. I had noticed that everyone has some type of message behind their helmet. But I noticed that Tom Brady, he just had Buccaneers on his helmet. I was like, wait a minute, is he not for any social justice causes? I mean, what is Why he about? Don't have that on his helmet though? I'm saying, but as the quarterback, as the leader of the team who just won a Super Bowl, you have didn't to you advocate. Then you advocate for Michael Jordan and all of the stuff that he didn't do. Against, uh, as opposed to LeBron and all the stuff he does do, you can't right. play both sides of the coin, though. No, I'm right. just posing the question. No, no, well, well, I'm well, posing Phil, the you're, question. You're, it's not a question, dude. You're trying to dig at something that's that's not even there. You're reaching. No, no I'm but pretty sure he advocate. Maybe he didn't have it on the helmet. I didn't even see it. We have you have to show me back in week one. You have to give me some film and bring it on the show and show me that. 
that he had, he didn't have it on the back of his helmet. But I definitely think he's an advocate for justice, justice out here, black justice. I can pull up the test messages because I did ask you that question. You bringing up something from 17 weeks ago. And I and yeah. the thing is, you know that he he's so full of shit. And let me, this is just gonna show you one thing, Phil. He's the goat, but Missy got about twenty fucking things that he gonna try to critique about him. I mean, there's I'm no, pretty I, sure he pro. I'm pretty sure he is the greatest. He is the greatest clutch winner in our generation. I would and just I would, leave it at that. Okay, let's move on. I mean, put a, put a bomb that, on. Right? Double bomb on that. I mean, just leave it alone. You just a lose lose. I, I knew it. My bomb, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, don't get to talking about Tom Brady. Now, <laughs> that's a busy bone, a busy bone, a Bobby Brown, a Nas. You gonna lose? <laughs> yeah, so, um, what else is going on out there, y'all? Shit going on, but I'm a crying and all this dumb shit. Yeah, I'm a crying. Is anything else going on? The housing market? Do everybody back in the house still? Like all last week, y'all. I'm driving to work. No traffic out there. I'm coming home from work. No traffic. The school still was closed, you know. But it's mm. like when I'm delivering mail downtown, nobody in the offices again. Hmm. Hmm. Like yeah. nobody there. So again, back y'all. Shut down, huh? Y'all mail looking I bad. Know. I seen that on the mail on, on, on the news the other day. Y'all mail looking fucked up. <laughs> What's wrong with Lori? Gee, they they got the um uh, they got the meme of her as a little baby, and Beetlejuice as her father, ET as her mother. I fucking fell out, man. Y'all gotta stop. Yeah, the she teaches right now, yeah, because uh, the teacher selected to not even uh, come to work last week. Right. So yeah. And she said y'all won't get paid. She's not gonna let them use Zoom. And they made it. And they said this like on the news, like in the interview, they like any teacher that doesn't come to work, she will not be he or she will not be paid. And I'm looking like, damn, no, nah, that's serious. So she's closing up. Phil, I know if you know she. The whole Cook County, if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to any restaurants, gyms, lounges, clubs, what have you. So there's other businesses out here. My wife just read one. So out, one out in Wheeling, that's still Cook County, I guess. It's a crab and sushi place, but they got to close. And I've seen a couple of um, bars and things that's got to close. So they like, they're not going to be able you know, with this vaccination, if they don't have a car, they can't come in. They don't have no way to keep the people in there. You know what I'm saying? And even the people that's vaccinated, they're not really trying to go out right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's damn near like a fucking shutdown again. And like, mm-hmm. the businesses are the ones that are suffering out here. For Is that real. the same feeling out there in Arizona, Phil? As far as like yeah, stuff shut down? We outside kicking it in Arizona. Same way, Florida, <laughs> I mean, Florida been open for a minute, and um, nigga, Texas, G. As far as as far as my knowledge, you know, no no uh, spikes in cases in, in Florida, so you know. So why is our, why do our numbers are so spiked up if we not even coming out? Why are our numbers so high right now? They saying. I don't. But know. do y'all do do y'all think that is 
what they call it, a plurona. But do you think a lot of stuff might just be common colds? Shit, I had one last it? week, and um, my own wife was like paranoid. Hey, like, hey, you better better take your COVID test. So, like, I can't just even have a sore throat. I mean, I felt like mm-hmm. I had a common cold, and that's what it was. I took a test, and I, it came back negative. I mean, mm-hmm. people can't get sick regular no more. Everybody go overreact. I just and look at I look at yeah. law makers, man, and I think back to when this all started. If they would have just completely shut down everything for two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month, I got you. Phil. Maybe yeah. a month, all this would have just blew been done over and done with. Well, how about everybody should just get vaccinated? Then all this should be done. No, well, most people that are vaccinated are the ones who got it right. If you're vaccinated, they're still getting it. You can still get it. You just ain't going to suffer from it as much as the people who don't get it. Just crowd up the hospitals. So that's, right, that's, exactly. that's, that's pretty much why you should get it. So, but hey, man, I'm, I'm not trying to vac shame you, dog. So I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm pretty sure you're going to take your sixth booster shot in a minute. Go ahead. You know. But, yeah, I got my booster shot. Yeah, I got mine too. Yeah. Keep, hey, keep it yourself. I feel great. <laughs> Yeah, I and I do too. Great. <laughs> and I, I when I say I feel great, I do too. I ain't missed a day at work. Not unless I was drunk. I'm, I feel great. I'm good. You know now, what? You know what I do do, y'all do? Nah, no bullshit, y'all. I take my wife got me taking two elderberry gummies every morning. Look, and some white pill. You know, I don't ask shit. I just let her know that she ain't she ain't the only one on my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, vitamin C, you take them gummies and just shit. I drink tea every day anyway, every morning. I just, I'm straight. I feel good, though. You know, knock on wood, you know. But like I say, it's, I know Mr. Vax shaming me and shit, but it's like, it's crazy as fuck that the shit's still out here. And then, you know, people saying that, fuck it, we just got to learn how to live with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know what I'm saying? It got to the point where, okay, we ain't got no cure. We can learn how to deal with it, though. Well, yeah. listen, you ain't vaccine shaming, but the rest of the world is really vaccinated and unvaxxed. I saw Earl had posted some shit like that up mm-hmm. um, the other day. You know, and it was like vax and unvax. And it's like, the other day we ordered some Outback and it was way overpriced. And I'm like, I understand because they got to raise their prices because people not coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like it probably affected the uh, meat industry as well, so that's probably why they. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And it's like, like I said, it's affecting everything. It's trickling down to everything, man. But at the end of the day, I just truly, I like, especially us. As long as we healthy, we can talk shit every week, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, as long as our family's cool, I'm good. I don't want to even want to think about the other shit. Hey Phil, have you happened to see that post I put on the um? On the corner store Facebook page? <clears throat> nah, I ain't been on Facebook in a minute. Okay. Well, I don't have any uh, time to like take notes and shit because I've just been so busy today with that at CCL class. But um, hopefully next week we can uh, do a deep dive on it. And we can uh, start trying to like, um, I'm not sure how y'all feel about this, but like start talking about the benefits of marriage. Right now you can find so much content out there. 
that's going to like down marriage, especially, you know, especially with, um, you know, divorce rates, family court, you know, this and that, um, you know, as far as it's hard to date today and uh, people not really getting married like that. And I think the benefits of marriage, man, people need to start hearing that, especially from black men. Dude. Okay. Let's talk about 20 minutes of that right now, though. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, like if you could do it all over again, would you stay single? And not saying you don't love your wife, of course. But do you think sometimes that it would be more beneficial being single, or is it more beneficial being married? Like if you with your in y'all circumstance. You know what? Me and my wife had this conversation literally like three days ago, and she said, "If if you used to take this pill, and it would take you back to let's just say 2010." Right when okay. we met, right? So I was like, well, okay, if I take this pill, do I have the knowledge that all this shit happened up to this point? She's like, yeah, yeah, you have all the knowledge. I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to take the pill because, I mean, I, I love my kids. I mean, I love being in our marriage. So why would I take the pill and try to start all over? So, but but if I didn't have any knowledge of, hey, I, I would have two baby girls and, and this and that. So I don't know. I mean, it, it was fun being single. And up to this point, I have no major issues being married. I mean, with, with everything right. going down as far as the economy, I got I got someone to like come home to. I mean, I, I feel privileged in that. I got I got two little girls that's ages five and two, and you know, with, with this whole world going crazy and, uh, and as, as far as the whole dating scene, I mean, I mean, everything is all about you know trying to get over on people, especially if you got like a little resources. I mean, people really don't want to settle down like that. So my thing is, I feel privileged that that, that I have something um, as, as far as being married, like seven years plus. I got two baby girls out of it. You know, we're, we're, we're making good money since the pandemic. I mean, I haven't missed a beat in work. I mean, my, my two girls can still have good Christmases and, um, you know, we still paying our mortgage and all our bills. We can still go on vacation. I mean, we are lucky to be up, you know, right now, 2022. We have really missed a beat financially, so. But by that being said, uh, you know, I, I feel happy. So I want to hear what you, you know what y'all got to say about it. Would you say, Phil? I'd say I got out the game right on time. Because if if it wasn't yeah. for getting out the game, I feel like I would be pressured to eat booty now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to compete with them young boys, man. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna make that transition. So I, 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 hey, nigga, I drink to that, my nigga. I swear. So, so about a young cat eating booty. Would you say that that this is a host market right now? It's a host uh, market. <laughs> It's a whole market, it's a whole market right now. <laughs> I, I told my wife, I was like, gee, you be on Facebook and you go on friends and you go other people's pages and look. Dude, every chick on the fucking book just say single. Why is all these women single, gee? Mm. Like for real. And and, and, it's, and answer your comment, Mr. Both you and Phil. Phil hit it on the head. I think we got out at the right time. I think I really believe that. But like you say, going through all this COVID shit and all this, 
when you come home and you got somebody, you know, it ain't warm and 75 degrees out here, Phil. But when you come home, tell them, mister, this motherfucking minus three degrees, and you land on the couch watching your shows and shit, and she laying up under you. Mm-hmm. And at the point, like, she don't want nobody coming in. We don't want nobody. She don't want to go out. But it's like, we had so much fun together. And you be like, damn. Like you say, I, I did it at the right time. I, I jumped out the game. Because I got niggas that's still out here trying to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah. and they tell you, like you say, Phil, you got to eat a lot of booty out here. <laughs> you got to do a lot of wild shit. And then <laughs> you still don't trust the motherfucker you with. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right. You don't know everybody got a game for everybody. Exactly, exactly. Nah, everybody it's, uh... got a game for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think people just um, that, that that people don't people don't think ahead as much. You know, every, this this is a generation of now. It's just right now. Yeah. You know, and they're not really they can't they can't see five years into the future. Nobody could have anticipated this pandemic, but at the same time, for those who was thinking forward about their lives and who they wanted in their lives when they you know got older, th- those are the ones that right now are the in the best situation because you're not alone trying to live trying to make shit work. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, even if you environment. Yeah, even if you're a single person who's, you know what I'm saying, financially stable or even wealthy, if you come home to nothing in a pandemic, you sitting looking at four walls, you know what I'm saying? That 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 ain't no good feeling. Ain't nobody with you. You know what I'm saying? you know, having being able to come home to your family and really have people around you you love, because there's a lot of people that just can't even see the people they love. They only get to experience that love secondhand through apps and all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? It makes a big had, difference when you have somebody right there. Mm-hmm. I had posted that some shit like that on Facebook last week. You know, I was talking about everybody at least want, should have it like one time to understand what truly like, man, we in love. Unconditional, you know what I'm saying? Unconditional love. You know, I know motherfuckers look at that and just. I mean, I got a, I got some people out there that was commenting and shit, but it's a lot of people that don't want to hear that shit. And it's like, I understand because you never experienced it. You know, and it's like, I'm not even mad, but when you get that, and I'm going to keep saying in this climate that we living in right now, when you don't know what the fuck's going to happen, you, I, we, we, all, we all wait on the name on the spaceship to pull up. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the only thing left. You know what I'm saying? It's like in that time of ten, that shit gonna fucking happen. But it's like if you don't have nobody, somebody that you, and then family, if you know what I'm saying, your family here, it's like y'all. That shit, it's kind of scary to me. And I, I hate to be that type of nigga, but it's scary because it's like it's motherfuckers out here that truly ain't ain't got nobody, y'all. Like you said, yeah. I got the chop, I got the paper. Prime example. Shout out to Cousin Tans. Yada brother, I'm at the barbershop, all of them coming in. And one of Tan's guys was like, man, he, Tan's still out here killing it. Tan said, I invited two girls to this party tonight. He like, but one of them got COVID, so she ain't going to come. They like, look at Tan still doing his thing. I say, Tan, you doing your thing. I say, but it's a lot of Wednesdays and Thursdays. You by yourself, though, ain't you? Uh-huh. The nigga looked at me, <laughs> me and not. I said, you probably got the hoes coming in on the weekend, and then they might stay to Monday. But I say it'd be Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday sometime when you go in the crib and you're a fighter, man. You might not even have to work them days. And you just in the crib and motherfuckers ain't coming out. You trying to hit the phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. 
when you ain't them the longest days of the week, like, yeah. Them the longest three days of the motherfucking week, nigga. It's like, man, yeah. it's like that's when you say, look, and that on that Wednesday and Thursday, that's when your back hurt. That's when your feet hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. when shit happens to you. That's when your heart skips two times. You're like, damn, am I okay? Shit like that. And that's that's like your yeah, free time yeah. so that you get ready for the weekend. As far as in his case, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, he's trying to recover. He's trying to recover, right? Right. And that's when you need that woman there. That's I got you off the bed. Yeah. And then you realize that's when you sit back and realize if she got my back Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, them lonely weeks. Now we kicking through the weekend, and we having a good time, dude. If you got that right now, nigga, I'd say stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I won't say that the you get, but people don't understand that that window closed, man. That window closed. You ain't always gonna be able to get up and go to the club. One day you're gonna wake up and you're you gonna go to the club and you're gonna look around and you're gonna be the oldest motherfucker in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oldest motherfucker in there. Yeah. yeah. You 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 don't wanna have you that. and one other lonely ass nigga. You gotta be friends with this nigga right. at the bar. Cause neither one of y'all got nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> I mean, marriage is, uh, it's not well, a knowing this generation, we're trying to lead together. Hey, you was breaking up. Say it again. <laughs> yeah, say it again. I get, I heard it. Though. I, I'm going to take that one back. <laughs> <laughs> right, we don't want to be, we, we, we pro everything. Yeah. Well, go ahead, mister. What you right, want to say? Right. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> nah, I said, I, said about I, marriage. Yeah, I, nah, I was saying, Mr. Now, I was saying, Mr. Uh, nowadays, those two old men in the club who the oldest one in the club probably lead the club together. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard, the nigga. The shit, the shit, the shit 80% true shit. But what seemed you like saying about the marriage, mister? What you saying about just being like, married? And- right. It's, it seemed like nowadays anything is, is pretty much going now, but... um. But but as far as marriage, I mean, in anything in life, I mean, nothing's really that easy. So marriage, I, I want to say any marriage is a utopia. It's going to be like a lot of work into it, whatever, you, whatever the man put into it or whatever the woman put into it. As long as everybody kind of play their roles, then, you know, and kind of come together for a common cause, then, yeah, everything should should work out fine. So it's just that, oh, like, these, these outside influences, um, opinions may... They may try to put some type of, uh, you know, uh, wrench into the, your whole program. But, you know, as long as you kind of got this kind of got this common goal with your significant other, then everything should be fine. So but in that article that that I has put on the uh, Facebook page, it kind of talked about how it, it was the title of um, I've, I've been married for four years, but still feel lonely. In that article, it mentioned how this woman was married to this guy. He was like a truck driver. So while he's on the road, she got pregnant by her ex, but she don't know if she's ever going to tell her husband that she got pregnant by, by the ex. And now all this time, the uh, husband thinks that the baby is his, but she got a DNA test. Turns out to be the ex. So I think that'll be an interesting article to get into next week. So we could, cause I'm going to start finding articles that kind of, but kind of coincide with the whole marriage well, relationship. That'll yeah. work. I'm with that shit. Yeah, Hell so yeah. Y'all can uh, read through that article. We can kind of talk about it. Because, man, it was like a lot of, it was a lot of juice in that article. I was like, damn. Because I don't have time to like, like take notes because I had that Cassandra Carey class. Once I got home, I was dealing with the kids. So I really couldn't 
take like notes until I get ready for the show, but we definitely going to get into it next week. I'm, I'm going to try to find a couple more articles like that. So we can kind of take it like a little deep dive into it. But, but yeah, man, I thought it was, that was a juicy article and I thought y'all would find some good entertainment with it. I, I mean, unfortunately for the um, wife and, and, and the husband who, who probably don't know at this point if that's his son or not, but I mean, yeah, to them, they, they going through some real life shit, but for us, I mean, it's just like some Jerry Springer shit. So, but I still want to uh, talk, talk about it and uh and hopefully try to learn something from it so i'm with that though man I, for real like i'm really oh yeah and like you said you want we could do that take a little moment out each week and just talk about marriage life and the pros and cons the ups and downs shit like that because like you said it's still a work in progress but like i said with this shit going on right now the work paying off because i'm in the house i'm comfortable the, like you said earlier the bills paid the it's warm in the house, and I ain't got to worry about the bullshit in the outside. What's going on right now? You know. Yeah. But that's like you said. But like you said, that's putting work in in the beginning. Like feels, you know, we put work in in the beginning to get to the point where you are comfortable and happy with that shit, with the same goals and shit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, for us as married guys, cuffing season is three hundred sixty-five days out the year. So all year long, baby, it's cuffing yeah, season. Man, shit, all true. day long. Hey, um, how's the game going? Is it halftime yet or what? Yeah, they're going to have Raiders up 17-14. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, we're going to get on out of here, fellas. And and I'll send y'all some articles in the middle of the week so that way y'all can have, like, a little time to, like, you know, calm through it and we can kind of have a discussion about it next week. So, so sure, I'm with it, you. That. All right, baby. Oh. I'll catch up with y'all niggas in the middle of the week, man. we catch y'all on the podcast next Sunday, baby. Hey, hey, also, sure. e, uh, we, we need to figure out which spot that we want so I can reserve it. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. 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 We're going to have a great time talking about that. All right. All right, y'all. Right, uh, <laughs> Cornerstone Podcast, episode 56. We'll see y'all next week. All right, man. Yeah. Yeah.